everyone, and welcome back to Bojack Horse Pod Presents, Tuka and Bird Pod. Today, we will be talking about Season 1, Episode 6 of Tuka and Birdie, The Open House. I'm Kirsten McInnes, joined as always by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? Doing great. I always love talking to you two days in a row. Such a delight. Yeah. This is two weeks in a row that we've talked to each other two days in a row. True, yeah. Was that because we did a Patreon? Yes. Okay, good, good. That's exactly why. Yes. <laughs> incredible, incredible. How are you? You just did a run. I did a 5K for charity. Mm-hmm. I think I raised like the most money out good. of like any well I mean maybe not of any I definitely raised the most out of all my coworkers, and my coworkers were guessing like I'm probably in like the top 10 for like total fundraisers because I raised 850 dollars wow that's great pretty good yeah. I hope I run I won the prize there was like for donations between a specific date you would get an entry to a draw for a WestJet coupon and this free, this, like, hot pink Samsonite luggage. Ooh. That was, like, really cute. Hmm. Get both those things or one or the other of those things? You would get both of those things. Dang. Right. It was, like, a, yeah. So I'm, like, maybe I could, maybe I could win a prize for my donations. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, so that'd be good. I'm extremely tired, though. I had to wake <laughs> up very early... Mm, and really. mm, 6.50, yeah. I think I pushed it to. Yeah, yeah, it's a Sunday. The I Lord's know, Day. The Lord's Day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. We're too much. Too much, man. I have not done any but running yeah. today. Well, after this podcast, it's not too late to go for a quick 5K. Mm, I think it's probably too late. And I think as long as you think about breast cancer while you run, it will count the same as mine did. I think so. I think that's right. Anyways, I feel like we don't have a lot to talk about before because we... <laughs> caught up um, yesterday. <laughs> we caught up yesterday, but I guess we could tell the people what time it is right now, if yeah. Scally would be so kind as to lead <laughs> us in. <laughs> What time is it? Wow, thanks, Scally. So today, it is Sunday, October 2nd, 2022, at 12.18 p.m. in the Pacific time zone, 3.18 p.m. in New York, 8.18 p.m. in London, and 3.18 a.m. on Monday, October 3rd in Hong Kong. And that's what time it is right now. No minute changes this time. No minute changes this time. We got in early at the start of the minute. Mm -hmm. We love that. But I would have told you if there had been. Of course. Always. But this episode will get released on Tuesday, October 11th, so we do have some holidays. Mm-hmm. It was just Canadian um, Thanksgiving. It was just Canadian Thanksgiving, so yum. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Love a long weekend. Love a long weekend. Actually, because of the queen dying, we had four long weekends in five weeks. Wow. Because of, like, Labor Day, Truth and Reconciliation, Queen Dying, and Thanksgiving. Wow. Pretty good. Pretty exciting. (laughs) Pretty good stuff. We should just simply move to a four-day work week. I think so. Did anything get missed? Probably not. No. Everything's fine. Anyways, October 11th is You Go Girl Day. (laughs) We do go girl. It celebrates women who break down gender barriers and stereotypes and those who become the first of their gender to accomplish something in a field. Wow. I think in the um, last episode, we didn't mention there was a line that was something like Tallulah being this woman who shattered the glass ceiling and it was like leaving it in bloody shards or something. Yeah. 
That was kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Very. Kind of ucky. The day specifically comes from Catherine Dwyer Sullivan, who was the first American woman to walk in space. Oh, okay. So this is the anniversary of her spacewalk. All right. We'll Just allow for it. the record. <laughs> we'll allow it. Oh, no, I closed my tab. Oh, no. Ah, don't worry. I'll get it back. Everything's going to be fine. It's Ada Lovelace Day. Mm, programmer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so today is about getting women to work in STEM. There you go. So we should be celebrating Lindsay because she's a scientist. Famously a woman in STEM. Literally. <laughs> yeah, God. Love that. Yeah. You're like, I don't like it. It's a general Pulaski Memorial Day, mm. which I have a strong feeling we did not partake in. I have a strong suspicion Let me that that is correct. A Polish hero of the American Re- Revolution. Hmm. He died after his injuries suffered the siege of Savannah. Okay. Well, it doesn't, it's, he might be a, a colonist. Doesn't say which side he's on. But he doesn't appear to be a pro-slavery man. I don't know. Too close to tell. We will not be partaking. (laughs) We will not be partaking. It is Headspace Day in Australia. Mm -hmm. And there's a website, headspaceday.org.au. And it's about finding a healthy headspace, learning resilience, self-awareness, and building confidence. All right. Go to therapy. Achieve small tasks. Yeah, we're very pro this day. True. Why not? (laughs) It is International Day of the Girl Child. (laughs) I always think it's weird to say a girl child, but it's fine. It could also just be the day of the girl, it says. I feel like we've definitely commented on this day before. Is that possible? Mm, it's observed annually on the 11th of October, so I don't think we would have talked about (laughs) this specific day, but I think as we've learned, there are lots of very similar days. Yes, that is true. It is International Face Your Fears Day. Okay. I will not be doing that. (laughs) No, thank you. I think I'm thinking of the, like, Boy Hug Girl Day or whatever that we had to do. Yes, and Girl Hug Boy Day on a separate day. (laughs) Absolutely, you're right. Mm -hmm. I wonder if we'll get to deal with those this year. I can't, I don't remember (laughs) if they're, like, a specific Tuesday or a specific date. Yes, me either. It's Kraken Day, also known as Myths and Legends Day. All right. Release the Kraken. (laughs) It is National Coming Out Day, which I think should have been listed a lot higher on this list of holidays, personally. <laughs> ahead of Kraken Day. Probably ahead of Kraken Day. <laughs> so it's a day where if you're ready, you can come out. But it's also totally valid to not come out if you're not ready. That's right. Make, Do what's make right the for choices you. that are right for you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Same page. Always. 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 It is National It's My Party Day. And I'll cry if I want to. I guess that's the logical conclusion. We don't really know. The website does not really understand. It's it's all about that song. So <laughs> they don't really know how it happened. It's just, all right, maybe it's the day that song was released. Someone it really is, likes it. It's National Kimberly Day. I feel like a lot of days that RB Dub would be really mad about. You know what? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you know that Kimberly means Royal Fortress Meadow? No. I don't know. When's National Kirsten Day? That's what I care about. That's a, Yeah. You think there is one? Mm, let's find out. <laughs> let's uh, find out. 
emotional Kirsten Day. Hmm. There do seem to be a couple of posts using the hashtag National Kirsten Day. Okay. Is it a day celebrating you specifically? I don't think so. But this one girl, it just took me to her Instagram and not to the specific post. Actually, mm. for both of them. Annoying. But her bio on Instagram says, can I get a vodka Sprite and a kid's menu? And I really do <laughs> resonate. <laughs> I would want a vodka soda, not a vodka Sprite, but like same universe. Yeah, fair. Yeah. She's a cute blonde girl. All right. National Kirsten Crazy. Day. I don't know when, but in theory there is one. Yeah. What about National Lindsay Day? Definitely none. No, there definitely is like a legit one. <laughs> oh, wait, no. I clicked the link and it said it doesn't look like that's a national day. Sorry about that. Yeah, Lindsay really not a popular name. I feel like Lindsay's a more popular name than Kirsten. Maybe. We don't need to get into it. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's National Sausage Pizza Day. Right. So get sausage on your pizza, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Not for me. But yeah. if you partake, then I'm yeah. happy for you. Maybe some impossible sausage or something. I, I don't want it. <laughs> That's not for pizza. Yeah, no. As far as true. I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. It's... National Own Business Day, which I think is about owning your own business, okay. which we do with Bojack Horse Pod. <laughs> True. <laughs> Very successful business. So we that's we will be celebrating. Mm-hmm. We always celebrate that. <laughs> Last but certainly not least, it is Southern Food Heritage Day. All right. Good. So it's a picture of chicken wings on this page. But there is a WordPress that talks about this holiday. Oh more information than we normally get oh it's just a whoa it's just a wordpress and then every day it talks about the holiday of the day whoa and they just do one per day (laughs) how do they choose why limit yourself yeah that's what i say that's it those are what holidays it is today incredible lots today it seemed like I feel like we were really wringing it dry because we didn't have a lot of preamble because we spoke <laughs> yesterday. True. That's okay. We did so, the prompts. We did what we had to do. <laughs> so, okay, this episode of Two and Birdie, the open house, the synopsis is, Birdie and Speckle consider buying a house, a big commitment that throws Birdie into a tailspin. Tuka brings home a forever friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite a drastic pivot from the previous episode in a number of ways where I think we kind of fall off the thread for both of the major stories we had in the last episode. Like, we don't get any fallout from Birdie being clearly super into pastry feet. I guess a little bit when she has a conversation with Tuca at the end, but, like, not a lot. And then with Tuca, there's not a ton of, like, Aunt Tallulah stuff, really. Yeah, but I feel like it is, like, we're still getting more development of both Tuka and Birdie, and I think that this is just a new lens for all of their same, like, problems and insecurities. Mm-hmm. Yes. I thought it was fun. Very fun, yeah, and especially after the last episode had that difficult ending. Oh, and... God, that was so weird. <laughs> and a lot of just, a lot of just difficult stuff throughout the episode of being horrible to Tuka and then Birdie having to deal with men being awful. So, yeah, I thought this Ugh. was a lighter outing in a number of ways. Yeah, it was it was much later. Yeah, pretty fun episode, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a jaguar um, in this episode. <laughs> don't even get me started on the jaguar. <laughs> this listen, there's a lot of reckoning we need to do in this show about mm-hmm. animals, their role, their pets. The next episode has some some food consumption that I think is ethically questionable. 
What's the next There's thing? a lot. It's fine. We'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. Great. But so, okay, the episode starts. Speckle, Birdie, and Tuca are all in the car. Tuca is in the backseat, truly being a kid, like, very annoying. <laughs> I do like she throws her gum out the window. Mm-hmm. And the man, like, steps in it and then starts just, like, beatboxing. Yeah, because she's, like, creating this very elaborate, like, music with popping her gum and kicking the seat and clapping her hands. And then the guy steps in the gum and is just like, guess I have no choice now. Gotta make music from this situation. Yeah, I guess that's what happens when you have gum. Yeah, I guess so. Wild. Mm-hmm. So we find out that the reason they're on the car is because they are going to open houses for fun to mm-hmm. pretend that they're rich and so that Speckle can look at the houses. And Tuca's like pretty put out by this, but they're like, <laughs> listen, realtors will let you get away with anything as long as they think that you're possibly going to buy a house. Yes, it's good stuff. And I also did like from Tuca where she's like, oh my God, this is what I get for just blindly following you to the car. Can you please drop me off at the arcade? <laughs> I love, I absolutely love that she really was, like, not sure what she was getting herself into. <laughs> She's just like, yes, we're going somewhere. But, yeah, and then they they do get very into this. They do persuade her and Tuka should come with them because sometimes there are free cookies at an open house and relatable. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I like looking at houses and seeing how people live. Yeah. But so they're going through the houses, and it is so funny. I really liked when Tuka flush the purse down the toilet and the realtor's like that's okay that's my toilet purse happens all the time and then she grabs the real purse and also flushes that and the realtor's like oh like yes. a broken woman because this place has two toilets it's one of the appeals of this place that's like megan trainer and her husband do they have toilets next to each other they have two toilets next to each other and they poop together that's weird it's weird (laughs) and it's something i shouldn't know about but it was on nicole byers podcast Mm -hmm. and then because it was on the podcast it then made the news wow all right i know and then i was like hey i already knew that because i listened to (laughs) why won't you date me with nicole byer yes as everyone should everyone should get on my level basically Mm -hmm. oh i also really liked at one point they like open a closet and there's this like very sad old man and he's (laughs) like i used to sleep with my wife here so scary (laughs) Which is, is that a Simpsons reference? Yes. There's specifically a thing where Milhouse's dad, after he gets divorced, he's like, I sleep in a race car bed. Do you have a race car bed? And then Homer's just like, I sleep in a big bed with my wife. And then yes. Kurt, Kirk is I think sad. we've talked about it before. <laughs> yes, yes. Because otherwise, how would I have known that that's a reference? <laughs> Fair. So I guess that must be the Simpsons when they were good. When they were good, exactly. Good seasons only. Yeah. This is also a reference a little bit from, well, I don't think it's a reference to it, but they also make a joke about the realtors using the cookie spray smell that gets used in the early days of Arrested Development. Wow. Mm. I think that's just what realtors do. Yes, agreed. I definitely thought that it had happened on The Office, and then I remembered it's just because Ed Helms appears as a realtor in that episode. Wow. I can't (laughs) believe you can't even keep track of your Ed Helms shows. (laughs) Wow, it is embarrassing. <laughs> um, so they go. Finally, they go to a house though, and Birdie and Speckle love this house. They're like mm-hmm. the the vaulted ceilings, the hardwood floors, like the they love everything about this house. Yeah, they've been playing characters all day, and at one point they say this place has great curb appeal. And Tuka goes, "Oh, so we're being boring people now. Nice door, am I right?" And they're like, "Well, actually, it is a nice door. Yeah, it is a nice door." <laughs> And so they really like it, and they think 
maybe we should offer on this house. Like, we both really like it. And Tuka is like, what are you talking about? Like, you can afford a house? Like, how? And they're like, well, we've both been saving. Like, mm-hmm. we never thought we'd live in the apartment forever. And then what I really, they do a thing where, like, all the couples looking at the house basically are, like, a little birdie and speckle. And they all have a little Tuka third wheel, which I thought was very funny. Yes, it's very good. And, that yeah, Tuka is very distraught by this. She's like, wait, I thought we were all poor together. Wasn't that the plan that we just never talk about money, but we assume we're all in the same place? And they're like, well, we both have jobs, so we actually have some I mean, money saved up. Listen, I have a job, but I'm with Tuka here. I just assumed we were all poor, and now I yes. see people buying houses. And I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, it does seem right that Tuka would assume they were at least somewhat financially similar, given that she and Bertie used to be roommates. <laughs> but Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would think. Yeah. But yet. And yet. It turns out they've been saving. I mean, it makes sense. Peckle's a bad boy of architecture. <laughs> True. Yeah, he probably got a promotion from that after he got that Archie Award. I mean, has he gotten it yet or has he just been nominated? True. Good point. So Tuka is pretty upset about this. And so she decides to show that she can be an adult and make a committed purchase. And she goes to the pet store and she, wa- she, she wants a pet that will like live a long time. And she ultimately chooses to purchase a jaguar. Yes, this giant purple jaguar that she rides home. Honestly, kind of badass. But mm-hmm. also, I just don't think like a good pet for Tuka. Yes, no. Seems or like anyone. it needs a lot of attention. Seems like a bit of a high maintenance pet. And yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Seems like a big responsibility for someone who doesn't like responsibility. I think she should have started with a goldfish. Yeah, it was buy 40, get one free, or buy one, get 40 free. Something like that. Yeah. Have you ever had, like, a pet fish? Yeah, I had a betta fish for a while, oh. and it lived longer than I would have thought. <laughs> lived for, like... You probably wanted it to be dead, but it wouldn't die. <laughs> That's what happened when I had a betta fish. I was like, when will you die? I think it lived for probably, like, two and a half years. That's crazy. Yeah, right? I think they told me that the longest I could possibly expect it to live was two years. And then it lived another six months. And it did. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. Look at you, expert fish mom. Yeah, I don't think that. <laughs> I don't think it had much to do with me. I think it was just a hardy fish. <laughs> I think those are a hardy type of fish. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Meanwhile, Birdie and Speckle go to the bank to get like approved for a mortgage because they want to make an offer on a house. And mm-hmm. Nicole Byer is the bank lady. Yes, she's a parrot in this situation. I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me, honestly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, The paperwork is very, very troubling, especially because they are not married. Yes, the second that she finds out they're not married, she brings out, like, a giant, like, extra giant stack of paperwork. And Birdie is getting very anxious. She sees that it is a 30-year, like, fixed mortgage. She is very stressed about it. Mm -hmm. And our Nicole Byerbird is like... Well, and then, like, what happens if you die? Like, if you're both mur- murdered, your murderer gets the house. And like, <laughs> so if your murderer gets murdered, then the bank gets your house. And, like, <laughs> just all these eventualities. It's so good. Both of you are killed. Your murderer gets your house. So good. Yes, and then Bertie starts being a little bit like, oh, my God, like, why are we talking about dying? And they're like, we're all dying from the moment we're born. And so I was like, wow, it's like, That so is deep. true. <laughs> like, it is technically true. But Bertie is clearly getting extremely anxious, and Speckle's just like, don't worry, like, we're committed, it's fine. 
Yeah, so, like, I mean, this is cute on the one hand because Speckle is so convinced they're going to be together forever, but also he's really not taking her concerns seriously and is doing a lot of dismissive stuff where he's like, you'd be so cute as an old widow. Oh, my God. I mean, she would, but that's besides (laughs) the point, you know? Entirely. (laughs) Ugh, freaking Speckle. This is is why he stays on my shit list. (laughs) Yeah, he he says he doesn't ever question their relationship because he wants to be with her and just believes that he always will, which is a nice sentiment, but he does need to be taking her a little more seriously. Yes, because she literally says, like, all of her anxieties, and he's like, no. And he's like, don't worry, we won't live in this house forever. And she's like, Mm -hmm. really? And he's like, yeah, it's just a starter house. And, like, five years after that, then we can get a bigger house or build our dream house or blah, blah, blah. And, like, he's just so excited to move forward. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, but Birdie needs more time. Like, obviously, she's not doing great. Yes, she says she gets really overwhelmed when there are too many options and possibilities, and she doesn't like that about this situation. And she says all this talk about mortgages and early death have her stressed out. Which, you know what? Fair enough. Mm -hmm. I, too, would be stressed out. So Bertie goes home to have a nap, and in that nap, she has a pretty inappropriate dream. Yes, yes, very much so, where Pastry Pete is covering her naked body in pastries. Yes, and she lifts a pastry off of her breast, and then her nipple is speckle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Very she wakes, weird. She wakes up and just goes, health code violation. I mean, it is a health code violation. Agreed, yes. But, yeah, I guess that is a bit of a continuation from last week, but not a lot. She's still got a crush. She yes. has still got a crush. Indeed. Not a lot of progress. Not a lot of movement on this issue. No. Not yet. And speckle's like, wow, you had such a deep nap. Mm-hmm. He's been doing lots of planning for their house, and he has yeah, he's like planning renovations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Seems like a lot, and quick. It does seem like a lot. Mm-hmm. I did not like. I don't. I don't like it. I don't. I don't <laughs> like it. Yeah, no. He d- is very self-aware when it comes to the fire pit that they're going to have, where he's like, we're going to expand the deck, and we're going to get a fire pit, and we'll use it once to impress our friends, and then it'll be decorative after that. Embarrassing. And then they're they're like, far from the city, she's going to have to take the bus. He's like, well, it's better for the environment. And I'm like, well, if she walks to work now, it's actually worse for the environment. <laughs> True. Yes, good point. And she imagines them getting super old and her having to help him with his diaper and stuff. And they're like, ever since we signed the mortgage paper, five years ago (laughs) yeah she thinks that they're gonna be old instantly Mm -hmm. yes fair enough yes she also asked speckle what he expects her to do with her time when he dies at 70 and she dies at 109 after trying cocaine for the first time oh my god i'm good for her (laughs) yeah i don't think that she should be doing uppers based on her anxiety yeah that doesn't seem like a good thing for her but speckle is like saying things to ease her anxieties but also is just like not actually listening and there is a point where Stephen's like you're not listening Mm -hmm. and he just ignores that quite damning to have her explicitly call it out yes not not good good. so she goes to her apprenticeship Mm -hmm. and is ignoring calls from speckle mentions like oh yeah we might like buy a house and pastry pete's like ugh, never buy a house like when i bought a house with my ex-wife it was too far from the city and the kitchen was too small and the fire pit was purely ornamental <laughs> like it was a disaster i did like that a lot <laughs> it's purely ornamental yeah very good and she ultimately just hides her phone away just completely avoiding this In issue a croissant 
Yes. Yes, exactly. She put it in the croissant instead of chocolate. A typical rookie mistake. <laughs> Classic rookie move. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, really um, trying to ignore this completely. And he is increasing. He sends her so many messages over the course of this time being like, please call me back. Please call me back. Yes. And so she leaves the bakery and is listening to all of the voicemails. And it's like, there's a counteroffer. We need to make a move. Mm -hmm. I need to know like I need you to do this we lost the house and like what was the name of that movie and then like oh I'm really concerned that you're not answering like are you okay Mm -hmm. and then she doesn't call him back and she just goes straight to Tuka's apartment Mm -hmm. yeah he does a little bit again he makes sort of gestures in the right direction but doesn't seem to quite grasp what is needed from him at this time where he does say to her I understand this is moving faster than we talked about, and that might be worrying you. I'm happy to talk about it. But then very quickly is like, oh, also, we have to make a counteroffer because like, we're now competing with this other couple. So I feel like he's adding more pressure at the same time as saying the words yeah. of we can take our time. I think he like he literally just was not understanding that she's not feeling the exact same way that he's mm-hmm. feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And so that is making him not be the best partner, Yes, he's very caught up in the moment, very swept up by the excitement of this, and is not really attuned to what she needs. Exactly. Not good. But also not good to just, like, ignore your partner for hours and then not go home. Yes, this is also bad. (laughs) So she goes to Juka's apartment, and the jaguar is, like, feral. (laughs) Yeah, it's very quick. And I I do like how this is animated where throughout this scene, Tuca keeps like grabbing Bernie and pulling her out of the way or they jump behind things because the jaguar is just destroying the apartment. Yeah, it is all messed up. They even like the food delivery comes and the jaguar mauls the food delivery driver. He has Mm -hmm. a mushy face now. He'll never be an actor from Humble Beginnings (laughs) because his face is destroyed. Yes, that's very good. And Tuca says that the reason the Jaguar is freaking out like this is because she's mad that Tuca spent all the money in their joint checking account. Yes, because we do also get a scene of the Jaguar and Tuca go to the bank, to the banking lady. They set up a joint account. The main person is the Jaguar. Their career is Jaguar. Their Jaguar is Jaguar. She changed all the fields to just say Jaguar. The banking lady's like, oh, well, it all seems in order to me. Yep, and then Tuca spent all their money. <laughs> but yeah, and, and Bertie does finally confess to Tuca what's been going on with her sort of fantasizing about Pastry Pete and having sex dreams about him. Yeah, she's like, I'm just, I'm not ready to to move in. Yes. She goes, I'm and a terrible like, bird. <laughs> no, you're a good bird, Bertie. You're a good bird. Um, and Tuca's like, it's fine. I have weird crushes on lots of people. Like, just don't act on it, and then you're okay. Which I think is fair, like... Just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean that you will never be attracted to somebody else again. It just means that you won't want to act on it because you (laughs) are in a committed monogamous relationship. Unless you're not in a monogamous relationship. And then have open communication. Let your freak flag fly. Exactly. Communicate the terms. Yes, definitely. And one of the things I hadn't caught on my first viewing of this, but I went back and watched it yesterday because I couldn't remember exactly what happened. So Tuca says basically your brain is a guilt-free zone or something. You can think about whatever you want as long as you don't act on anything. And she's like, in my mind, I'm married to a couple of guys, having affairs with six others or something and whatever. And one of the guys that she's imagining having an affair with is Speckle. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah, right? Wild. It would never work. Mm-mm, what no. would that even be like? What would that even be like? <laughs> <laughs> uh. But Speckle comes up because she, he hears Birdie and is mm-hmm. like worried about Birdie. And the Jaguar 
turns to lunge at him, even at, though he's currently mauling the food delivery guy. And mm-hmm. Spuckle's literally just like, Jaguar, stop. And the Jaguar listens. And Spuckle's like, also, if you keep mauling that guy, you're going to literally kill him. Like, you got to stop. Mm-hmm. And Jaguar's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to die. So this is like quite an indictment of the gig economy also, because they're like, He's like, no, yeah, don't worry about it. As long as you give me five stars, it's fine that your Jaguar mauled me into because like mm, four stars. You were a little late. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just brutal. So then they all go back to Birdie and Speckle's apartment. And Birdie's like, how did you do that? Like, how did you tame the Jaguar? And he's like, I don't know. I just didn't want it to hurt anyone. But also, like, I am still kind of mad at you. Yeah, I think he says I didn't want it to hurt. Didn't want it to hurt you or me, but mostly me because I'm mad at you. <laughs> Yes, that's right. And Birdie's like, I'm sorry. The commitment freaked me out. Like, how can you be so sure it would work? Mm-hmm. Speckle's like, I don't know. I just know that I want you now and that's enough. Yeah. And Birdie says that she feels like new opportunities, like, mean that you're closing the door to something else. Mm-hmm. And Speckle's like, it's okay. Like, w- let's slow down. We'll take it step by step. Which makes sense that they had never talked about buying a house before today. So it's very sudden. this was very sudden. Like, I think it's totally understandable to be anxious about it. Totally. Yeah. And I, I don't, it's quite unusual that you would be like, we've decided today we're going to buy. And then you just make an offer that day. Like, that seems wild to me. So, yeah, they decide to slow down. But he does still guilt her a little bit about it. He's like, I just really, really liked that house. Yeah, which, like, I mean, Birdie did, too. But that doesn't mean you have to live there. There's actually lots of houses in this world that I love that I will never get to live in. And it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is okay. Yeah, for sure. It's actually not a problem. <laughs> um, so, but Speckle is like, there will be more houses. And so then Birdie starts describing their current apartment. Being mm-hmm. like, look at all of these features our apartment has. Including its sort of spacious kitchen. And it comes with one non-standard toucan. And Tuca just, like, goes to say something about the pipes and flushes food down the toilet and she's starts overflowing. She's a cookie omelet. <laughs> Yuck. And she's yeah, like, so mm, well, the pipes in this building are just bad. You should move. And then the apartment just, like, floods to the roof and mm-hmm. pours. Yeah. Um, and the delivery and then, guy has this happy ending. <laughs> yeah, he walks into the casting call for a movie called Mushface, and they see him, and they're like, Perfect. Yeah, they're so, like, I need a guy with a mushy face. And they're like, I'm sorry, I don't know what that means. And he's just like, I'm here. And he walks in all mushy. Mm-hmm. Then we do get the post credit scene is the guy who stepped in gum at the start is mm-hmm. performing on stage to a cheering crowd. He's introduced <laughs> as guy who stepped in gum. Yes. And he does not, he's not having a good time. Like, he, <laughs> he did not choose this life. It chose him. It chose him. Yeah. He, yeah, you know, he was called by duty. I guess there really wasn't much to this episode, hey? Yeah, that was really quick. Well, the realtor was voiced by Emily Axford. Okay. Does that mean who anything to you? in Hot Date, Remix mm-hmm. the Movies. Looks like a several college humor originals. Okay. She actually has quite a few. I don't know. She's a UCB college humor gal. All right. Nicole Byer. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, Nicole Byer was also there. I love how she's just in every episode. I wonder how that came to be. I, well, I mean, I assume it's because she just has to come in for, like, a very brief moment. Yeah, but clearly they love um, her and are just like, you should just be in every episode forever. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't you? You have her? Why wouldn't you have her? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Jermaine Fowler is also in this episode. He's the voice of Pete Repeat in BoJack, and he does several, like, voice spots in Two Birdie. We've already spoken about him when we talked about Pete Repeat. Yes, extensively. <laughs> 
extensively. Sheila Vand does a voice in this episode. Who is Sheila Vand? She, I've, she was in Argo, which I have seen. She's in Snowpiercer. Okay. Undone. Oh. <laughs> a show um, we're not allowed to cover. A, a show we're not allowed to cover. Although that, that would be kind of like a pretty boss move to just cover like another RB Dub project and be like, sorry, you have to we listen. Are the authority <laughs> on RB Dub projects. That could be our specialty. Yeah. Wow. She was also in 24 Legacy hmm. for a season. Wow. Well, right. an, episode, an episode of Women Who Kill. Wow. Incredible stuff. Love to see it. <laughs> I mean, I think like in general, the voices are just mostly like the usuals. comedians. Yeah, but that's it. That's the episode. Um, that's the whole thing. Short, Let me check the email. Short pod. Yeah, it's very short pod, but you know, we're concise. Listen, we are saying what needs to be said and no more. Yeah, still nothing in the form. If people want us to talk more, send us some questions. Yeah, send us questions if you want us to talk more. Absolutely. <laughs> but that's okay because I'm not mad at a short podcast, TBH. Yeah. The one from last week was long. So. Yeah, exactly. We're sandwiching long and short together. And we won't be recording for a while, so our next one will be long as well. But that's it. That's all for Season 1, Episode 6 of Two and Birdie. If you would like to hear more from Lindsay, you can listen to the podcast of tomorrow, the What We Do in the Shadows post-show recap, and The Simpsons Then and Now. All great television properties that Lindsay Wilson is covering. I think by the time people are listening to this, I think I also will have been on the White Lotus podcast on Bush Recaps as well. Very exciting. Or it will be coming imminently. (laughs) Nice. Love that for you. If you'd like to follow more of what I'm doing, you can listen to Mess Magnets every week where Sasha Joseph and I are breaking down pop culture, trending topics, and celeb gossip. And you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. If you want to talk to us, you can email us bojackhorsepod at gmail.com or you can tweet us at bojackhorsepod. If you have ideas for Patreon and that kind of thing, let us know. You can become a patron at any time over on patreon.com slash bojackhorsepod. They've changed their billing structure, so that is great news. Mm -hmm. And we will be back next week to talk about Season 1, Episode 7, Yeast Week. See you then. Bye.